0: 27 minutes away from 2 o'clock. Now, let's talk about the state of our state. And today we're discussing a topic that always raises a few questions, recycling. Now, South Australia's been a leader in this area, haven't we? Uh, We've had the supermarket bag rule uh, for nearly a decade. Didn't cause much of a stir, unlike uh, Interstate recently. The bottle deposit scheme, well, that's been around for more than 40 years. And I find it hard to believe, I've got to say, that other states and territories have not picked this same scheme up. It just beggars belief. But more recently, the pressure's been ramped up uh, in light of China, saying it's no longer accepting uh, Australia's recycled waste. So the government is spending an extra $12 million dollars on the recycling industry, and it's also launched a new campaign called Which Bin. You might saw, might have seen a little bit of this on television last night.
1: Can you please take this out for me, love? Ooh, Yum. what's this? Cat food. Can you just recycle those jars and tins, please? Quick
2: rings, and it's off to the yellow bin with you guys. Lids off. You
1: make it easier for the team at the depot, and into the yellow bin.
0: So there you go. That was the, the new campaign that was launched last night. You'll be seeing uh, a little bit of that in coming months. To explain where we're at, it's a very good afternoon to Vaughan uh, Leventkief, the Chief Executive of Green Industries South Australia, and also uh, uh, Kat Heinrich, uh, who's the Waste and Recycling Consultant with Rawtech. Very good afternoon.
1: Hello, thanks for having us.
0: Good afternoon. Vaughan, firstly, you're the boss of uh, Green Industries South Australia. Now, that used to be Zero Waste South Australia. That's right. Okay, so that makes it a bit more familiar.
3: Yeah. Why, why the name change? Oh, the government had a kind of a slight change of direction. They wanted us to take on more and things like circular economy and right, things okay. like that. So, yeah, Green Industries kind of fitted some of that work yeah
0: yeah now you're pretty well qualified in this area you actually led our band 10 years ago on the on, on the supermarket bag didn't you
3: that's right that's why i've got gray hair yeah.
0: <laughs> well at least your hair is still there unlike mine i don't know why mine fell out. but um does it f- fascinate you what a stir it caused interstate particularly uh, when uh, victoria and uh, new south wales introduced it lately
3: yeah absolutely and i Look, it never ceases to amaze me how other states can't get their heads around this. It's not not that difficult. But I think part of it was due to the fact that it was the supermarkets themselves that actually brought it in, rather than the governments. And so that means, you know, people are pretty cynical of supermarkets, so... You know, where does the money go? Why are they doing it, et cetera, et cetera? The government hadn't actually explained it that well.
0: Right, OK. Uh, and also, you were around, were you not, during the uh, when, when we introduced the uh, the uh, container deposit scheme?
3: I was but a mere kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't part of that then? No,
0: no, no I, actually, I was. Actually, no, I've just done the sums, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was 40-odd years ago, wasn't That's it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, are you fascinated that the other states haven't taken... This should be Australia-wide, shouldn't it? Well...
3: Interestingly enough, New South Wales has picked it up. Northern Territory has picked it up. Western Australia is about to launch it, and Queensland's taken it on as well. Oh, Queensland's taken it on too, have they? So So we've still
0: got Victoria and ACT.
3: Yeah, Victoria holding out. Um, No, the ACT's moved in the same as New South Wales. Oh, have they? So so they're all all doing it now. So it's just Victoria? Yeah, Victoria and Tasmania.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that says a lot, doesn't it? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, it started in South Australia, so they can't take
3: it on. It's not
0: not their idea, you (laughs) see. Now, which bin um, uh, is the new campaign? Why do we need it? Is there still confusion out there in the marketplace?
3: Yeah, I think it's fair to say that um, there's there's still quite a lot of confusion. Mm. We've run campaigns in the past, and it's been a, a little while now since we've run a campaign, but this is an opportunity to actually try and improve the situation. If you've got any calls, uh, anyone out there, uh, about what to put in which bin, give
0: us a call, 8223 0000, because uh, the team with us today, they can tell us. Uh, And that uh, brings you in, Kat. What's, What's your role? in your organisation. Yes, yeah, sure thing.
1: Bit... Um, I work as a consultant for Rawtech, which is a local South Australian firm specialising just in waste. And So we look at waste day in, day out, we advise businesses and governments, and we also have had the opportunity to look at what's best practice around the world mm-hmm. um, in this space. So we've been working closely with Green Industries SA for a number of years, and I'm excited to say that Green Industries SA and South Australia are a leader in this space. But there's still opportunities to improve.
0: Now, you, you say um, the different types of um, uh, waste. There, am I correct in thinking there's three different types of waste? There's what should go to ground fill or land waste. Landfill, yeah. Landfill. Um, uh, what is recyclable? And then there is also green rice, waste, waste yeah. which is uh, compostable.
1: Yeah, so there is actually many different types of waste, but those are the three streams that we have at house at households at home. Uh, so that's correct. And actually, what goes in the green littered bin is garden waste, but also food waste. And that's one of the key messages we are trying to get out today: is to, to recycle your food waste because when we look at what's left in landfill in South Australia, a huge amount of it is actually food. It still is it? Yes, absolutely. Majority of it ends up in landfills, which is a huge wasted opportunity. How many
0: years
3: though, Vaughan,
0: have we had the green bin?
3: Oh, for goodness sake! That's (laughs) yeah, quite a long time. It'd be um, depending on which council you're in. Um, Onkapringa just last week decided that they're going to have a fortnightly. Fortnightly,
0: as opposed to a monthly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's a good thing. So hopefully, yeah, most people have a access to a green organic... But I thought
0: the message would have got through by now that, uh, you know, food waste goes in the green bin.
3: Clearly not. um, Yeah. You know, if it's only picked up monthly, as it was in Onkaparinga... That's a long time for it to sit in there. They
0: were the exception,
3: though, weren't they? they, mo- they were most people get picked up yeah, for it. And yeah, yeah mo- most people either had an opt-in system or it was provided to them by council. Mm, mm. And it's been quite a while.
0: Yeah. Sharon has called in from Morfitt Vale. She's got a question for you. Hi, Sharon. Yes, yeah,
2: hi. I'm the Recycling Nazi. However, I'm you're, confused... You're the what? <laughs> Recycling Nazi. Oh,
0: good, good.
2: <laughs> um, but I'm confused about which bin to put... Foil tablet packets in, especially the ones that are half plastic, half foil, and then there are the just plain foil ones.
3: Uh, I'm I'm, rubbish bin, rubbish bin.
2: Yeah. What do you you get?
0: What What's half plastic and half foil? What 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 sort of product are we talking about? Well, um, uh,
2: like. Um, Gaviscon tablets, for instance. Oh, so the okay, right. Pharmaceuticals, plastic, okay. So you can yep. see. Okay, And yep. then it's sealed with pla-
0: uh, Yeah, no, oil. I'm with you. Yep, yep. So yep. pharmaceutical type uh, products. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Blister
0: packs. Blister packs. That's it.
2: Yeah. That's it. That's it. All yeah. right, so I'm doing the right thing, putting them in the rubbish.
3: Okay, yeah. thank we, you. W- we don't have a system for them yet. Um... So, yeah, put them in, in the rubbish bin, unfortunately.
0: How does the system work? Um, uh, let, let, let's start with our um, uh, recycle bin. Firstly, is everyone using the same coloured lid on the bin? Are all the councils got the same colour?
3: Yeah, that, that's yeah the, the same colour for recycling. It's yellow. Yeah, it's yellow? It's universal.
0: Is everyone using the same one for rubbish?
3: No, we have <laughs> red and, and blue. Yes, Why? Um, really good question. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think a lot of councils in the early days, particularly those who had a seaward aspect, decided that they wanted blue. Um, and, you know, in some instances it looks nicer than red, but no, I, the, the Australian standard is red. It is red, is it? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, Mm. so it's these councils need to come on board and get in line with the rest of, the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. think it's so ridiculous that we have callers ringing in on these topics every time we talk about them,
3: confused about which bin's which. It's far worse interstate. Is it? Yeah, there's all sorts of different coloured bins. It's just extraordinary. Uh, yeah. Kat, what do you reckon?
1: I was just going to say, um, well, I'm really excited that the new Which Bin campaign is out now. So for any of these future queries, just look up whichbin.sa.gov.au and you should be able to easily find your answer.
0: And that'll sort it out. That'll sort it all out. Right, let, let's run through the recycle bin. What happens when it goes, it goes in the truck, then it goes to the depot? We have this image that people are standing there uh, on, on the... Um, on the conveyor belt dividing it all up. Is that as simple as it works or is it a little bit more uh, complicated than that?
1: It's a little bit more complicated than that but there certainly are people working um, picking different recyclables off the conveyor belt um, but there is a little bit more technology involved to separate metals and 3D objects from 2D objects and at the end of the day through this processing all the resources get bailed and shipped to end markets.
0: And that's where we used to ship them to China. Well, a lot of them we
1: we used to uh, ship to China, but South Australia is a little bit different from the other states, and uh, we do a lot of local recycling here. Um, And compared to other states, we have responded really well to China's sword, and none of the waste, none of the recyclables in South Australia has ended up in landfill. So it's really good to see that um, all your recyclables are still being recycled by you. Have we got a
0: lot sitting around being stockpiled, though?
1: Uh, No, I don't believe so.
0: I, I thought think the, I thought there were some down around Port Adelaide that had been sitting.
3: Yeah, there was one. There's one company um, who shall sure remain nameless, but um, <laughs> they they were collecting and shipping into Victoria, uh, where they would process it there. Right. Um, but because there's a, a
0: plant in Ballarat, isn't there, that does a lot of this? this
3: there's, there's one in Coulomb There's from from this company. There's one in Coulomb, one in Laverton, and one near Geelong. I think. Right. Okay. Um, but, you know, mo- well, all of that material now is going to local sort- oh, sorting okay. operations. Right. So, yeah.
0: Mm, okay. Robin's called from Golden Grove. Good question, this one coming up. Robin, hi.
2: Hi. Now, I'd like to know um, what to do with uh, the plastic screw top bottles that come from some medications, but also
1: milk bottles. Mm. What I do with them, I've got a plastic milk bottle, I put a slit in the side, and I and I post those um, lids in there because a friend of mine uh, in Victoria says that's what they do. Mm,
0: Okay. That leads me to to the question I was about to ask uh, with the conveyor belt. If I leave the lid on my plastic milk bottle, am I actually um, uh, doing the wrong thing? because that bottle is being contaminated because it's still got the lid on?
3: <laughs> that, that's a really interesting question. Um, you're not contaminating necessarily. Um, most, of the, most of the plastics recycling operations now are able to cope with the, the bottle cap mm. and the bottle okay. body, right? and it's OK. Um, but traditionally in South Australia we've had caps off. So this is where it gets confusing. Mm. You know, if you go to a container collection depot, they want the caps off Mm. because when they bale it, they don't want the bales popping apart because of the compressed air in the bottles and things like that. So I think the, you know, yes, and putting a slit in the in the side of a milk bottle, uh, yeah, we do that at work actually. Um, A lot of people do that, and that's a convenient way of making sure that your bottle bottle caps get recycled and they're they're not going to cause a problem in the baling plant.
0: Right. Okay. So, uh, Robin's doing the right thing. Absolutely. Part two of your question, Robin. That was a tick. Uh,
2: part two is the plastic straws that come on the side of some. Um, well, uh, them, milk with wheat bix in them. Mm. Uh, those,
0: those. Lots pl- of those little convenient drinks. They have a plastic straw on the side.
3: Yeah, I, the the straws can go in, happily into the bin, um, and the and the cartons themselves. Yeah, they can go in the recycling.
0: All right. So, so
3: <laughs> it's quite a process, isn't it? Thanks,
0: Robin. Uh, Ray's at Gawler. Hi, Roy. Uh, Ray. Hey. Yeah, that's right, mate. How you come?
2: Good. A uh, couple of queries. One, I live in the Light Regional Council, mm. and we do not have a green bin. So there are, I do composting. However, there are certain things you can't compost, like cow three jack, jacks, sowshobs. So the, I have to put them into the rubbish bin because I can't put them anywhere else. and I don't want to burn. All right. Uh, secondly, the irrigation hose, black irrigation hose or dripper lines. Mm. I know, I understand that they can't go straight in the recycle bin because they're too long, they tangle up everything, but is it okay to put it in there if it's cut up to about a foot long?
3: Oh, boy. Um, in terms of the, the weeds and, and that type of thing... Um, yeah, it's hard to get to the right temperature to kill those off in, in your home composting. That's right. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, if you don't have a green bin, I'd be asking your council why why you can't. But uh, you know, um, and the other the other issue in terms of the pipe, there's actually um, there's a there's a um, there's a service at the moment going around uh, helping wineries in particular, collecting all up all of that poly pipe. And winding it up and taking it to recycling. Um, but whether whether you've got enough to 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 take advantage of that or not, I'm not sure.
2: No, but, I don't think I'd have. I'd probably have about two hundred metres all up.
3: Mm. And chopping it up and putting it in the recycling bin? I'm not... Abs- see, this is... I'm going to ask Kat, do you know?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not sure, and that's why this campaign is so important, Which uh, to check out the which Bin website to see if you can find your answer, because it, uh, it is a confusing uh, thing. But actually, um, I think... A big opportunity through this campaign is to talk about the waste items that most householders generate every day. Um, so things like food waste. I want to return back to, to the, the opportunity for food waste because, as I was saying before, most of it ends up in landfill. And actually, um, by putting it together in your green littered bin, together with your garden waste, that's going to be picked up by councils in metro areas and taken to commercial composters and then turned into compost. And there are so many benefits of doing that.
2: So you can't do that uh, at uh, my place because in normal home pump, I've been to, that'll bring vermin in.
1: Yes, that is a, it's a challenge in, in some regional council areas, and, and again, I think it's worth asking your council whether there's an option there for you.
0: Yeah, I okay. thought everyone had a green bin these days. <laughs> Clearly not. Thanks, Ray. We uh, okay. weren't able to help there, but uh, I've just looked up the site now, mate. If I can get an answer, uh, I'll uh, let you know. Um, stay okay. with us. Thank We're you. talking about uh, recycling. Uh, what uh, goes in which bin, uh, and we'll take more of your calls straight after this.
4: At Coles, our Grazed grass-fed beef is free to graze on open pastures and is never, ever fed grain. Coles Graze 100% Aussie grass-fed beef mints, just $7.50 a pack. Good things are happening at Coles. Channel Ten is bringing the fun to 6 o'clock weeknights. It's a new show where you've got to think fast or you won't last. Celebrity Nine Gang, the most fun you'll have at 6 o'clock. And it starts tonight on Channel 10. This is Adelaide Casino's Biggest Giveaway Ever. There's over $3.2 million in cash and prizes to be won, and it's free to enter. Win the choice between $200,000 cash or a Lotus Evora GT410. Simply grab your free wristband from 6 p.m. every Tuesday and Thursday for your chance to win a share in Adelaide Casino's Biggest Giveaway Ever. The website. Licence number T19/41. Gamble responsibly.
0: How's the election going to affect you? Subscribe before you decide and get trusted news from the advertiser for just twelve dollars for the first twelve weeks. Minimum cost four dollars. Conditions apply. Hurry, to search the advertiser deal. The advertiser, where for you?
2: Nuclear power from Australian uranium means cheap power and a lower cost of living. Zero emissions it means we're well competitive in manufacturing, real jobs and exports. A win for cheap electricity, a win for lower living costs, a win for the environment, a win for Australia's competitiveness, a win for manufacturing, a win for jobs, jobs, jobs and more jobs. Put Australia first. Vote United Australia Party for a real change. Authorised by Clyde Palmer for the United Australia Party Brisbane. At APR, we're all about possibilities and making sure you're ready for them. So whether you're living life, Salute. living the dream, or living out of a suitcase... We offer tail and home insurance for any living situation. Apia. Get set, go. Call 13 50 50. Apia is an authorised representative of AAI Limited, the product issuer. Read the PDS before buying this insurance. Call 13 50 50 for a
4: copy. Gone fishing. That's what you'll be telling everyone when you win two Daywa Rod and Reel combos at any Baroe Hotel. Plus, each venue has $200 in hotel vouchers to win as well. All you need to do is tuck into their Humpty Doo Wild Territory Saltwater Barramundi for $25.90. Yep, that's Wild Territory Saltwater Barramundi for $25.90. Available at all Borough Hotels, the Albion Hotel, Birkenhead Tavern, Lighthouse Wharf Hotel, the Excelsior and the Sundowner in Wyala. You just know, it's a Borough Hotel. Channel 10 is bringing the fun to 6 o'clock weeknights. It's a new show where you've got to think fast or you won't last. Celebrity Name Game the most fun you'll have at 6 o'clock and it starts tonight on Channel 10 Enjoy the party atmosphere every Sunday at the Jepps Cross Market with stalls, homemade treats, fresh fruit and veg, arts, crafts, bric-a-brac and more. Wallace Cinema's Mainline Drive-In on Main North Road from 7am every Sunday for the Jeps Cross Market Visit wallace.com.au in Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan
0: Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Nine minutes away from two o'clock. We are talking about our state and our state as far as uh, being a leader in the, uh, the area of... Um, uh, recycling and there's a new campaign has been launched called Which Bin? And we've got Tavon uh, Levenschke from uh, the Green Industries South Australia, of South Australia with us and also Kat Heinrich, uh, who is with Rawtech, taking your calls about uh, what to recycle and when and which bin. Uh, John, uh, firstly, is at uh, Brighton. Hi, John. Good
2: evening. Good, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> milk cartons. I'm, I was told that the little blue lid... <coughs> Uh, the insert in the blue lid is not recyclable, so usually I take that little insert out and then I put the blue lid on loosely and I put my foot on it so it's flat and the air's expanded and then I shove it in the bin. Is that okay or is is that insert that goes in the lid, is that recyclable?
3: No, the the, the actual insert isn't. So you're it, doing you're doing a fantastic job, John. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> you get an elephant stamp
2: for that, John. Sure. I was told by my partner that, that you must take the insert out. We so I take the, the insert out goes into the, the the red bin and the I put the lid on again loosely and I put my foot on it to squash it down flat. Then I put it in the recycling. Is that okay?
3: That's okay. Now the in, the, the plastics industry is working on how to do an insert which is all compatible polymer and everything. So you know, in a short while, you you won't ever have to do that. But um, you're going one step further than most people. I can assure you and. Um, the plastics recyclers can actually handle it, but it, it goes. It probably it goes through the system um, and floats off as a waste. So, yeah. But you're uh, you're doing them a big favour there, John. Well done. Keep
0: it up, Margaret's at Campbelltown. Hi, Margaret.
2: Oh, hello. Um, I'm just wondering about uh, soft plastic, um, uh, transparent uh, wrapping that's around bananas and mm. uh, meats and all of all the products that we get have the soft. Uh, plastic
1: or transparent um, hmm. yeah it's so, so a good
0: question the plastic um What do you think, Kat?
1: Yes, so soft plastics don't go in any of the three bins. Um, Well, they can go in the landfill bin, but the best thing to do with them is to combine all your plastics together in another plastic bag, and next time you're at the supermarket, be it Coles or Woolies, they've actually got certain drop-off locations. You can pop them in there, and those plastics will be recycled.
0: Right. And uh, it's my understanding, the plastics that, for example, um, uh, strawberries come in, so, the plastic you can squash and it springs back to Correct. life, that is recyclable.
1: Correct. Is that Any right? soft plastic, basically, if you scrunch in your hand, it, it changes form, um, then that's soft plastic and you can uh, aggregate that together with others and take it to the supermarket and it'll right. be recycled.
0: Thanks, Margaret. Uh, text here from uh, Cheryl saying, Do we need to wash plastic before recycling, for instance, a butter container or a margarine container?
1: So, just a quick rinse will do. You don't need to go crazy with your washing. Um, but yeah, just a quick rinse would be helpful for the, the guys at the depot. To Put it in Vin's word from the witch bin ads.
0: And Cheryl uh, Vaughan, uh, Cheryl also asked, uh, "Can I put scrap metal in my recycling bin?"
3: Um, Scrap metal, yes, you can. But I wouldn't be putting nuts and bolts and that sort of thing because it jams equipment and whatever. But if it's um, you know the shape and size, roughly flat of a of a metal container, then you know like a paint tin or a um, steel can that you've Got tomatoes from or whatever. Mm. All of that, anything that around that size will be pulled out by magnets. Yeah, okay. The and uh, uh, Heather uh, Pennington. Hi, Heather.
4: Hi, boys. And um, polystyrene and compressed foam
2: packing boxes and the beanbag stuffing.
3: Hmm. Good. Yeah. A lot of that around. Yeah, that's all, that's all expanded, what they call expanded polystyrene, and we have no solution for that. So, unfortunately, that's that's going to landfill. There is one place out north of Adelaide. They only take, like, from commercial operations, they take large quantities of it and compress it up and block it, and then they ship it back to the polystyrene manufacturers. But, yeah, unfortunately for households, it's, yeah, we can't take it it's got to go in the
0: so there's, bin. there's an opportunity for an industry to uh, get down to the domestic level mm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. now um let's get back to the food um cat you said a, a frighteningly large a lot of uh, stuff is going in the bin is food wastage well, how much and what should we be doing about it instead?
1: Across uh, South Australia, across South Australian households, it's about 150,000 tonnes per year of food waste from households is ending up in landfill. And there's a common uh, misconception out there that if I put my food waste in the red bin, it'll go to landfill and that's OK because it's natural and it breaks down. it'll down. But the thing is, in landfill, because there's no oxygen, it breaks down into methane, which is a potent greenhouse gas. And not only that, you lose the nutrient value of the material. On the other hand, if you choose to put your food waste into your green littered bin Mm -hmm. together with your garden waste, it gets picked up by council and taken to a commercial composting facility. Now, at this facility... The food waste, be that banana peel or some meat scraps or whatever you have, will be turned into compost and that can be used by farmers to grow more food. And compost is great for the environment because it retains water, which is really important in South Australia, being um, given that we face droughts, and also returns nutrients to the soil. So one of the biggest, most important actions that you can take as a South Australian, much more important than coffee cups, I hate to say this, or or straws, is actually putting your food waste into your green bin at home, and that is available across metropolitan Adelaide, except for Onkaparinga, which I think is changing shortly.
0: Does that surprise you, Vaughan? That, uh, I mean, we touched on this earlier, but does that surprise you that people haven't got that message that it should go on the
3: green bin? No, I think, you know, councils have been a bit hesitant about all of this too because, it, you know, the, the cost of infrastructure in terms of kitchen caddies and biodegradable bags and that sort of thing... Um, but, you know, ultimately it diverts around 40% of what's left in your residual waste bin away from landfill. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, they don't have to pay a levy on it. They don't have to pay for disposal, it, but they do have to pay someone to compost it. Mm-hmm. But as Kat said, you know, it, it has so many advantages. Mm-hmm. However, you know, a lot of people have also focused on, you know, composting at home. I, I compost at home, but I'm not terribly good at it. <laughs> and... um you know, you you're disencouraged to put meat and things like that yeah. in your home compost, mm, mm. but you can put that in your in your green organic bin because it mm. goes to a commercial composter. Mm. These guys have massive equipment to deal with it. They get it up to a high temperature, so it you know it gets rid of all the nasties and mm. gets rid of the bugs. So um, yeah, if you have if you got an option to to use that, please do because um, yeah, it helps. And it's timely to point out too. It's also all right to put your dog poo in the compost. Correct, bin, isn't that's
1: it? right. People always we have that question. We had a long question. conversation
0: about this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's we very had a professor topic, on giving know. us uh, advice, <laughs> and there's even some uh, compostable, uh, uh, um, compostable compostable dog poo bags on the market as well.
1: Yes, that's right. Mm. Um, so be careful though when you're thinking about what bag to put in the green littered bin, make sure it's 100% compostable, mm. uh, not plastic. So no plastic, plastic in the green littered bin, mm. only 100% compostable bags.
0: We'll quickly squeeze in a quick call from Jeff at uh, Eden Hills about composting. Hi Jeff.
3: How are you going? Uh, just, just quickly about your food waste that you put in your composting bin. Can you just wrap that in newspaper? Is newspaper acceptable?
1: Absolutely, newspaper is perfect. So if you're one of those people who still gets a newspaper delivered, um, please use th- use that. Right,
0: thank you. Thank Excellent, you Jeff. Good on you, mate. Your final piece of advice, Vaughan, for for listeners as far as household waste is concerned.
3: When you when you're putting your recycling into your recycling bin, please don't put it in a plastic bag, because if it's in a plastic bag. Um, It makes it really difficult for the depot to, to break it open and to get access to the material. And the risk is that it will head off to landfill because they've got a waste stream as well from those facilities. So please don't put your recycling in a plastic bag. Excellent. And Cat, your final word.
1: Make sure to recycle your food waste. So make sure to put them in your green littered bin, together with your garden scraps, and don't put any plastic in there.
0: I thought the the really important point you made when it does go into the, the land, the um the food goes into landfill. What does it uh, produce?
1: Methane, Methane. potent greenhouse gas. Yes. So
0: we're actually contributing to the greenhouse problem Correct. by not putting
1: it in the wrong bin. Correct. Simple and one of the simplest and most powerful actions you can take as a householder to address climate change is to reduce your food waste. And if you produce food waste, which everyone does, then put it in the green littered bin at home.
0: Great advice and a good point to end on. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Kat and uh, Yvonne, for coming in today. And the website to... Uh, look, I've just had a look at it. It's got the whole alphabet there of everything <laughs> on there. I don't know who put this together. But they took a while. Uh, it's called. It's uh, the website is whichbin or one word whichbin.com.au. dot com dot Thanks you
1: very much. much. Take care, Alan.
0: Good on you. Uh, you. Uh, see you next time uh, after the break. Uh, Dr. Derek McNair is.